Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of It's Not Easy. I'm Joanna. And I'm Marissa. And we are doing part two of our career advice today. If, I love it. Yes. If you haven't listened to part one yet, which was released last week, then make sure you go back and listen to that because that's where we go over all of our scouting out job opportunities, recruiting, like resumes, Resume. interview, all of that good good stuff. So yeah. yeah. And again, let us know if you ever need a friend to look at your resume or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we'd be more than happy to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mock interviews. Yes. <laughs> but today we're going to focus more on kind of career advice, just things that we've learned through our, you know, we're, we're young professionals, so we don't have like years and years of experience, but the years that we do have, we've, you know, learned some things and just kind of like our advice and best tips for how to maximize your career, whether it's like through development or just how to do your year end review, just kind of a lot of different things. So mm-hmm. we have some things to say. I do have some things to say. Yeah. Do you want to start off? I feel like I started the last episode. Okay. I'm trying to think. You have like more specific bullets. Mine are just like off the dome. Okay. So let me think of my first one. Okay. Um, I would say like my first tip, and I think that this applies to literally any career that you could possibly be in and just life in general. I think it is really helpful to be super curious and just always eager to learn more. Like Mm -hmm. I think you could be in a job for probably like 30 years and still there's new things because, you know, there's a seasonal, you know, like things change as the year goes on and like there's just always things that you could probably learn and expand on. And I think it's just, it keeps you interested in your work and I think it keeps you fresh and I don't know. I think that there's just always things that can be learned. So just be a lifelong learner. And I think that that is really helpful. I don't know. There's just always more that you can learn. A hundred percent. And I think this is something that's important where if you are in a Mm -hmm. job currently where you feel like that is being stifled. Right. And you're not allowed to explore other things and you're not allowed to even just sit in on a meeting where you might learn something new, then Mm -hmm. that's probably not the company for you. Yeah. If you are somebody that really wants to like dig in and, and learn more. Um, I feel like I'm extremely fortunate in my current role where I'm constantly being pushed to learn and try something new. Mm -hmm. And it's what gets me really excited about going to work and really excited about the things that I, that I get to do. Um, and so I think that is extremely important to just like stay hungry and, you know, explore different options for sure. So yeah. Yeah. I like it. Cool. It's a good one. Um, I have, some things to say about setting boundaries. Oh, okay. Love. (laughs) Um, so this is, I think arguably more difficult in today's, um, work environment than Mm -hmm. it was like years ago, because now we have all of the technology that allows us to work from home Mm -hmm. and that's awesome. And that's a great opportunity. And I think it's really beneficial for so many people, but with that comes the fact that I take my laptop and my work work phone home every single night mm-hmm. and I find myself working until really late some nights, you yeah, know, which is not ideal. It's not ideal. And it's not something that I'm e- like even mm-hmm. actively being asked to do, but it's just like when there's busy seasons of, of things that I need to get work done that I wasn't able to get work done. Mm-hmm. But I think it's incredibly important to like allow yourself to turn it off when you get home and allow yourself to be like that email that I just received can wait until tomorrow. I don't need to be answering that right now. And there's going to be exceptions to it, but 
I just am one of those people where I'm like, okay, I want to just get it done and, um, you know, like not have to focus on it. So mm-hmm. I like, I want to just do it and get it done. But totally. I also need to enjoy time to sit at home and do nothing. And, um, that's equally as important. So setting those boundaries is important. And if you have a boss that's down your throat 24 seven about getting something done at 9 PM on a Wednesday, that's not the company you want to work for. I mean, if it happens every now and again, okay, sure. But Mm -hmm. if it's every single week, every single night, or you feel like you can't go take your yoga class or you can't step away because you might miss something and that's not the company that you want to be at and don't put yourself through that for sure. And I think also, um, if you are ever working hours like that, I think you need to be very sure that people know that you're doing that. Oh yeah. Because if they are just like, yep, that's what a team player. I'm like, no, Mm -mm. they should be like, okay, like I appreciate that log off early on Friday or something like and that's how I feel too like there are going to be times where I have to work a little bit late but I think there's enough counterbalancing that it like ends up being fine for me but yeah it's frustrating when I'm like working late a couple of times but I think that I have good enough boundaries that those couple of times allow me to have really strict boundaries all other times and like I think the phone and technology thing is huge because you have a work phone, which is very nice, but yes. you still bring it home. Mm-hmm. For me, I don't, but like I have my Teams app and my Outlook on my phone. Yeah. Which is nice to have, but you know, it's still like I'm, I'm a little too, there's too much access when I shouldn't be on those apps. And right. well, when I took a week off between Christmas and New Year's to finish out my PTO, I turned notifications off completely because you there are settings where you can set it to like work hours. So mm-hmm. you get only get notifications like nine to five or whatever you want it to be. So I had turned the notifications off completely um, and I haven't turned them back on. I love that. And it has been really nice. And I thought that it would stress me out more just like if I missed a message or something. But I'm like, realistically, the times that I am not during work hours sitting at my computer are so slim that it's like if I'm going to the kitchen to get water, like, I don't want to be panicking because somebody just sent me a message and feel like I need to, like, sprint back to my computer. Like, it's fine. It's fine. Like, it's not like I'm gone for, like, four hours at a time. Like, it, it's, like, ten minutes at most. Right. So I was like, you know what? I don't need to turn these back on. And it's okay. And it has been 100% fine. Yeah. There has not been any crisis that couldn't be solved. Like, it's... So that has been something lately that I've been doing to set those boundaries. So I highly recommend if you're able and, like, feel comfortable... I just haven't turned those notifications back on. On my phone. Yeah. On my computer, they're obviously on. But, like, when I walk away for five minutes, I don't want to feel stressed if I, like, get a ping. I'm like, I have to pee. Like, go pee. You yeah, know? Yeah, 100%. And that, me talking about that was not an at at my at my current company, <laughs> by the way. My boss gets literally, like, he'll be mad at me sometimes. He'll be like, Dwayna, why were you online at 9 p.m. last night? I'm like, why were you online at 9 p.m. last night? I know, night? I'm like, I saw you were active. <laughs> I know, I'm like, so the both Ariana, of us. what like, are you doing here? I know, what are you doing here? <laughs> um, but, so yeah, that was not an at at them at all, but mm-hmm. more so just, like, from previous experience of mine to just be mindful of that and, like, right. if you're boss or your company is having these expectations that you're available around the clock that's that's not normal it's giving toxic it is giving toxic so just be mindful of those situations and set those boundaries early enough that that you can enjoy your life because you're 
like, especially if you're a salaried employee, like, you're getting paid for 40 hours of work. Yeah. Like, if you're working a 60-hour work week... Goodbye. On, like, no. Absolutely not. Yeah. Unless you can get overtime, then no. Nothing. And I think it really does matter, especially as a young professional. It's like, you kind of have to follow your leaders a little bit. Because there's always going to be that tension of... Oh, everyone I work, and this is not my situation at all, but like if I worked somewhere where everyone worked until 8 p.m. and was like, yep, this is normal, I would feel like I had to. Exactly, 100%. But like for me, you know, I work with a lot of people who are parents or have dogs they need to go home and let out or all of these things. So it's like, it's nice that, you know, my managers leave at 4 or 4.30 sometimes because they have shit to do or they have kids Mm -hmm. to pick up. And it's like, that's a really good example because it's like I feel like I can set boundaries for things that I need to do. Like on Thursdays, we go assist at dance at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. So I leave the office at like 4 or 4.30 because I need time to go home and change and then go to the studio. Like that's not that much time. No. So it's like it's nice that I feel like I have the flexibility to get my work done when I need to. But I also can like go home when I have stuff after work. Absolutely. No, it's extremely important. And mm-hmm. um, it's something that. I'm really mindful of and like all of our like execs and leaders at my company they all have kids and so they're all like out the door as soon as they need to be out the door and it's no questions asked which is really nice but yeah boundaries are important and just know that it's like worth having those conversations if you feel like you know you're really Mm -hmm. overwhelmed and you're working around the clock that's that's giving toxic and we we do not support that yeah I really like that I'm glad you brought that up um I'd say my next one is to keep track of your accomplishments. And this is something I want to be better about in the next year because I feel like I'm always so, like, go, go, go with my work. Like, the second I finish something, it's like I'm on to the next thing, which Mm -hmm. is, like, that's normal. Like, you know, I have lots to do and lots of things to work on. But I think that, at least at my company, we do, like, two review cycles. So you do, like, your year-end review, and then there's, like, a mid-year like check-in but it's like not a full review Mm -hmm. so a year is a long time like and it's we're approaching my like year-end review cycle for work so I've been trying to like jot down when I've you know thought of things that I did over the past year and I'm like oh my god like this whole like file that I rebuilt months ago when I was in my old role like that was still this in this year and I'm like oh my god I forgot about that but that's absolutely something that like added value to my team and the business and I'm like I need to record that yeah So I want to be a lot better about, like, in the moment being, like, this is a huge accomplishment that I did that added value. And, like, I don't know. So I I would just say that that's a tip because it's something I want to be better about. And it's it's not because I need to, like, like my managers know the things that I've done, but it's I want to have it in writing on my review because I I just want to remember and have, like, a really good record of my year. Mm -hmm. And I think it helps with, like, development conversations just to say, like, these are the things that I accomplished, like, I, and this is what I want to do in the next year, whatever it might be. Um, so I want to be better at record keeping, for sure. Yeah, no, that's extremely important. And it's something that my first job out of school, I did monthly reviews, like monthly oh, one-on-ones. Wow. Okay. Well, I did weekly one-on-ones with mm-hmm. my, my direct report. And then um, every month, it would be like, a, this is what I accomplished this month. And then we would do, like, quarterly and, and yearly as well, which oh, were, nice. like, a little bigger. But... Um, so I was like really focused on that at my old company. And now I feel like I don't have that much of like a structure of doing those, but I like talk to my, um, manager Mm -hmm. constantly like about what's going on. And 
it is important to like pull aside those bigger accomplishments and like even if it's in like your personal like Google Drive or wherever you're keeping them, just having a place where you're like, okay, this is kind of my portfolio of some mm-hmm. of the work I've done so that if you do run into a situation where you are moving jobs or, you know, looking for other opportunities or even like not trying to prove yourself, but show your manager, okay, this is what I've done and this is why I want to try X, Y, and Z or whatever. Just so you can have those conversations and you have that material to back it up is really important. Yeah. And it's something that I feel like I'm, I'm getting better at doing, but there's definitely stuff that's missing from my portfolio that I need to add in. Yeah. But it's it's hard. It's hard to find the time to even like keep track because it's one of those things like, at least for me, I'm always like, no, I'll remember. Yeah. And then, like, I was having a conversation with my manager because I have weekly touch bases with her. Um, but just as we've, we got, like, all of the deadlines of, like, this is the, when you have to, like, put your review in for yourself in the system. Like, there's all these, you know, dates that you have to follow. And we were just having a conversation and she was, I was actually tapping into something that was kind of from my old role just to help her out with some, like, hindsight stuff from the holiday season. Um, because I had rebuilt the file before I moved over to my current role. And... I was like, oh my God, I kind of forgot that I like rebuilt this file. And she was like, yeah, you need to put that in your year end review. And I was like, I literally forgot that I did that. Yeah. So it's just like, I need to like be better at, you know, keeping track of those things Mm -hmm. because like my manager reminded me that I did that, you know? And you were like, (laughs) that should be top of mind for me. I'm like, yeah, that was like nine months ago that I did that. That's crazy. So it is really hard. Mm -hmm. Like I... I've only been with my current company for seven months and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like what was, what have I even been doing these last seven months? Like mm-hmm. I'm constantly working on things and getting things done, but I'm yeah. just like, oh my gosh, my brain, <laughs> like what am I doing? It's so hard to keep track because you're just constantly on the go. Yeah. You know, a hundred percent. That's so um, funny. I want to chat a little bit about, um, like knowing your strengths. Okay. And I think part of this is inspired by, again, like, typically women have um a harder time like recognizing and being Mm -hmm. confident in certain skills that they do have Mm -hmm. and they have a harder time like believing it when somebody says oh you're really good at x yeah you know and so I think just knowing that in those situations if you have a coworker or a manager or somebody that is telling you that you are doing a good job and you are like good at doing something in specific, you need to like hone in on that and be like, yeah, you know what? I am good at doing that. Yeah. And I'm going to seek out opportunity to make sure that I'm showcasing that I'm good at that. Whether it's something as simple of you're really great at making this graphic Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I am really good at that. I'm going to continue to work on that and continue to get even better at it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just think that sometimes that's hard for women to do. Um, I feel like men typically, I'm not saying this is like for everybody, but typically men are more, more confident in certain things like career wise. (laughs) Um, whether they should be or should I not be. I have something to say after you finish <laughs> your thought about this. Um, but just just be confident mm-hmm. and just take those compliments and, and run with it. Because sometimes you just really need to hear that. Mm-hmm. That brought up a really interesting point that some of my work friends and I always talk about. Because, and again, this is not everybody. Yeah, no, not at all. But I think in corporate America, in the corporate culture that this country has... Men believe that they are way better at their jobs than they are, and women believe they are way worse at their jobs than they are. Yeah. And that is just how it is on a wide, large scale. Yeah. 
And that is a huge issue because men just have more confidence than they should sometimes. Not again, not all. I'm not, I'm not being a hater. And I think that women on average have a harder time accepting the fact that like, no, I am really good at my job and I deserve to be where I am and I deserve to be competent, like just whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. And I think that that like adds such a weird dynamic to our culture also, because it's like you have women who think that they aren't worthy of like a raise or a promotion, but they're absolutely slaying beyond belief in their Mm -hmm. job. And then there's men who like can't use Excel and they're like, I'm going to be promoted. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I don't know. It's just like, have the confidence and like believe in yourself because you're there for a reason. You know, it's extremely important, you know, and it's something that is easier said than done. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like this, my confidence got knocked like quite a bit at my first company, like just Mm -hmm. with like kind of some empty promises and just like, I feel like your first job was a little misogynistic too. A little bit. We won't even jump into that on the podcast. We can keep that behind closed doors for now, but, um, it's just, it wasn't until I started working, you know, also like in front of people, which Mm -hmm. I think, the opportunity to be working in an office and have like more day-to-day natural conversations with management and people in leadership positions really does show a lot about you as a person. And I feel like really quickly I realized that I am really good at my job Yeah, and they like, you know, they hype me up a lot, Mm -hmm. but it's just like those conversations are important and it's, it's important to like when somebody does compliment your work or, you know, gives you, you know, that like extra push. It's important to like take that and run with it because women oftentimes doubt themselves. For sure. And we shouldn't. Yeah, totally. That's a really good piece of yeah. advice. Um, I think this kind of goes a little bit along with that is ask for feedback. So mm-hmm. I think, I think it'll just help you build a good relationship with, you know, whoever you report to, but I think it's good to just show them that you're open to feedback because I think it shows that you care. Yeah. Um, like my, I think that my leaders are really good at saying like, oh, you led that meeting really well or you did X well or like just whatever it might be. And I'm, I always say like, thank you for letting me know because that helps me know what to continue doing. Or, you know, whenever I get constructive feedback of like, I want you to take on like X a little bit more. Like, I think that you can take on this responsibility or be more vocal in this or just like whatever it might be. I think it's then helpful too to ask for the feedback of like, do you think I've been achieving that like stretch goal? Or like, do you think I've been doing a good job at expanding here? And because otherwise it's like sometimes you don't know if you're like meeting the expectation of what they like want you to take on. Yeah. So I think it's really helpful to just be open to feedback and like. I feel like I've never gotten feedback that was, like, negative. It's always been, like, you're doing a great job, and now, because of that, we want to give you X. So then I think it's it's just nice to show that, like, you care enough that you want to take on more or you want to have more responsibility or be more involved in whatever meeting or whatever it is. Um, so I think just being really open to feedback. And if you do happen to get negative feedback, it's just, like, sit with it. And if it's valid, take it as, like, this is an opportunity for me to be better. Mm-hmm. It's not because I'm bad. It's just because it's, like there's opportunity for me to grow because everyone can grow. Like I said earlier, you can always learn and you can always grow. Yeah. Um, so I think just being really open to feedback is just a good practice to have. And I think it'll make your managers like really respect you. Yeah. No, I had, um, like have conversations around growth often because I think it's really important to hear their side of the Mm -hmm. coin. Like, you know, you can think, okay, yeah, like I'm doing really great with this, but they have an idea of something they want you to do and try. And Mm -hmm. like, if you don't have that conversation, you don't know 
first of all, you don't really know their expectations yeah. and you don't really know how to meet their expectations exactly. and exceed their expectations. And so having those conversations is important. And mm-hmm. I think a good manager will like be a leader in that aspect. And like, and I think they should be, I do too. Um, I have like, we do like a lot of touch bases at my company, but I've even asked for some additional ones because I've had like follow-ups from ones we've had previously. And they're always really open to having that, which Mm -hmm. is good. That's like a really healthy way to go about it. But like, I guess my advice is if you're not, if your leader isn't bringing that to the table and saying like, Oh, we should, this is a meeting about Mm -hmm. your first 60 days at the company. You should be asking for those meetings to happen. Yeah, and I I think this goes along with another piece of advice that I have is, like, I think that you really do have to be your own champion of your own Mm -hmm. development, and I think that that is on you, but I think that it's easier to be your own advocate in that way when you have open dialogue with your management, and I think that it is on your manager or whoever is, like, kind of in charge of you. I think it's their job to open the line of communication, but then I think it's your job to say, like, this is what I want or whatever. And that's honestly something that I'm trying to be better about because I know what my long-term career goals are, but in the short term, whenever my manager is like, just so we know like what you're looking for in your next role, whenever the time comes. And I'm like, honestly, I don't know. Yeah. Like, so that's what I'm, I'm bad about being like, I don't know directly next what I want to do, but I know like at some point I would love to be a manager. That's a few years away from me for me, but I know like I want to have like direct reports at some point. Like I would love to be a manager of others but I'm like, I don't know what my next role is going to be. Yeah. But I think that it is, it's good to just keep that line of communication open. But I think your manager should be helping you feel comfortable to have those conversations. So, and and to your point, it's like, they need to tell you what their expectations are. Or yeah. else, how are you going to meet them if you right. don't know what they are? Exactly. I think um, you brought up an interesting point about the goals thing. And I think mm-hmm. this is something that I struggle with too, like my short-term goals. Like I'm my, so bad at them. My one to two years, I'm like, geez, like I really am like, yeah. I know I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I know I want to continue to push myself. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you where I want to be in five and ten years. Same. Okay, I'm glad it's not just me. But the one to two years is hard because no idea. it's very, you're like, I like where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. And I like the challenges my current role is presenting. And I like what I'm doing. Right. And I know I want to continue to grow. But, like, what does that look like? And so I think your manager, a good manager, can also help you, guide mm-hmm. you by being like, oh, well, you're really great at X and I'd really like to see you do X, Y, and Z next. Yeah. And then you can kind of self-reflect and be like, is that something I would want to try? Yes, no, okay. Like, mm-hmm. And so having those conversations can can also help lead you know, your next steps because they can identify things that maybe you're not seeing that you're doing really well or yeah. seeing that they, they want to take, they want you to take on certain things, so. Yeah, and I also think it's a good place to be you know, open with your manager and say like, oh, I may be interested in doing X next. And like, is there somebody that I can reach out to that you Mm -hmm. know of that I can just like pick their brain about what they do? Yeah. Um, And I'm, again, my company is really good about that. Like there are a couple of people that I meet with regularly just to chat about like how their role is going and I can ask them questions and like they're helping me solely just like to have a connection and they're people I really, really like. Um, but also, like, they're taking their time out to, like, teach me about their roles and help my development. And it's, like, that's so nice of them to, like, take that time. And, like, I can't wait to do that for others. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, ask your manager if there's someone you can get in touch with and just, like, sit down and talk with. Yeah. Um, I think that's always really helpful, too. I agree. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, my next one is to not always be a yes person. 
Yeah. And it's hard as a, as a young professional. It's a really hard thing to do as a young professional, but, and I find myself still really guilty about this of like, when I know that I'm extremely busy working Mm -hmm. on something and something else pops up that is urgent Mm -hmm. and I jump to be like, yes, I'll get it done by five o'clock knowing darn well that if I'm working on that and trying to get that done by five o'clock, I'm going to come home and have to finish what I actually need to do. Mm -hmm. And I think it's hard because you want to be the jack of all trades. You want to be able to get things done. You, you want to be like that easy person to work with, but it doesn't make you a difficult person to work with if you're being realistic about where you are. And so I think I'm typically a yes person professionally. And I think sometimes it might be easier for me to be like, okay, well I'm working on this today. How urgent is this really? Because Mm -hmm. if so-and-so can do this piece of it, I can do this piece of it and we can tackle it together. That's a good way to do Um, it. And so it's. (laughs) That was so loud. (laughs) Ah, um, it's about having those conversations. And I think that's, that's really important. Um, yeah. So that's a tip for me. I agree. And I think that's another place where just having good management is helpful because there are a lot of scenarios in which I'm asked to do something that's just not realistic on a time scale. Mm-hmm. And I'm asking my manager, like, how do I approach this? Or, you know, they'll jump in and kind of say, you know, we can do that, but it's not going to be at noon tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, also when people give me, if it's somebody on my team, they like more understand my role and like what I'm capable of doing and, and how much time, cause they know what my other roles and responsibilities are. Those are always fine. But when, you know, when you like get an email from a different team mm-hmm. and they're like, can you give us this by like 10 AM tomorrow? And I'm like, it's 5 PM. So no, you're like, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's not often, but there is one team that emails me monthly for something. And it's like, not that hard for me to do. But I like I know to expect it, but they're always like, "Can you send this to us by noon tomorrow?" And I'm like, "I mean, yeah, but like, that's so annoying. Yeah. Like, send me the email a week before because I already know you're gonna ask for it. Yeah, because it's after every month. But I'm just like, be for real. Literally, like, don't ask me literally the night before. My gosh, people like that's something that <laughs> it, drives I, me crazy. it drives me so nuts, and I think <laughs> it's because I'm extremely like organized professionally mm-hmm. about like what I'm doing when like my task lists are always like a running list and I'm like moving it through Asana or Trello or whatever we're using Mm -hmm. um, at that given time. And, you know, I'm adding things to my plate as they come. And so it's so frustrating when somebody's like, well, this is actually going to completely jack up the rest of your week because I need you to do X, Y, and Z. that sucks. And you're like, I have other stuff to do. I know. I'm like, I'm like, literally, if you had just told me at the beginning of the week or at the end of last week, when I know you knew that you, that I was going to need to do this, then my life would be a lot easier. And that's why like when I need stuff from people, I always let them know right away. And I'm like, Hey, it'd be really great if I could get it at this time, but let me know how we can approach this in a realistic way. Yeah. You know? Especially because I work with people that are in, like, different offices because we have an office in Colorado and an office in Florida. And I work closer with the Colorado team. But it's, like, I always try to give them a lot of notice because they also Mm -hmm. work, you know, they're two hours behind us. And so I try not to email them at my 8 a.m., which is their 6 a.m. I try to wait until their 8 a.m. so that they can, you know, not have, like, an obnoxious email from me at 6 a.m. Totally. Um, So just kind of meeting people where they're at. I think it's important. Yeah, and I mean, I'm also guilty of sometimes really urgently needing things from people, but it's always when I know it's a number that they have and I just don't have access to it. I'm like, what is your number for, like, X, Y, Z? Like, can you just let me know? So it's like, for that stuff, I don't feel bad about being urgent, but 
in my role, it's like awkward because I'm a senior analyst and I interact primarily with like managers and above cross-functionally, which is fine. And like, I'm comfortable doing that. But sometimes I like feel weird when I'm like, I urgently need you to respond to me because they're probably like, who TF are you? <laughs> and like, it's so awkward because I never want to pull the card of like, sorry, the VP is asking. I need like whatever because I don't want to say that. That's so right. annoying. It's it's like, it's tricky sometimes and it's made me like get a lot more confident in myself as like an employee because I have to ask for people that are like obviously higher up the food chain than I am for like urgent stuff all the time and I just like have to do it. Yeah. So, but sometimes it's super awkward. Yeah, no, I get it. It is kind of an awkward thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, honestly, like everybody was in your position at one time. Yeah. That's what I try to remind myself. It's like all of these people that have worked for years and years in marketing or finance or whatever, they once for sure were in your shoes of being a new grad or like a young professional and going through all of these stages. And like, if they don't respect your hustle, then that's its own set of issues. And so, you know, go about it obviously in like a professional and respectful way, but yeah, but they should also give you mutual respect so, mm-hmm. That's so funny. Yeah. Let me see what my next one is. Um, this is like, I don't know. I think it depends on your company, but another piece of advice is just like be involved. Yeah. And like, I don't want that to come off as like, you need to dedicate your entire life and social life to work because that's absolutely not what I'm saying. But if there's like anything that you are passionate about that, your company makes it easy to access. Like, I think that's great. Like there are some companies that have like intramural soccer teams you can join. Like mine doesn't do that, but like, that's so fun. Mm -hmm. And if that's a way for you to like interact with people on different teams that you don't work with or like whatever it might be, like, I think that that's always fun. And it's a good way to meet people if you're like new to a city or whatever it might be. But if there's just anything like volunteer opportunities that your company sponsors, that makes it really easy for you to be like, Oh, at noon on Friday, we're going to go to the food bank or whatever it is. Like, I think it's really nice to take those opportunities if it's something you're interested in doing. I just think it's a good way to connect with people on, like, a personal level and also just meet other people. Like, all of my work friends that I hang out with, like, I don't actually work with any of them, but we all work at the same company. And we work together on, like, our Young Professionals IRG that we are all the leads of, which is just, like, my passion project, my labor of love um, for my company, but... You know, it's like I don't actually work with them on a day-to-day basis, yeah. but it's like nice to have people and like friendly faces and it's just a good way to interact with others and kind of help your development too. Um, so be involved kind of however you can be, but also if you're one of those people who's like, I'm here and at 5 p.m. you're like, I'm done I'm to a you, ghost. that's also okay. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's something that it's like if you are itching for that extra push and you're mm-hmm. itching for more, then get involved and, and have the conversations about how you can. Yeah. But also if you're like, nope, I'm really here 9 to 5 and then don't text, that's also fine. Yeah. Um, but it's also just like for me it's like walk around during the day and like just get to know people yeah and like expose yourself to others yeah like have conversations with people that maybe you don't work directly with like my office I know everybody pretty well but Mm -hmm. I literally will just like yap people's ear off about random things Mm because I'm like I want to get to know you and like your work style even if we don't work super um like close together and Mm -hmm. you know it's just good to know it people because if they remove roles and then you do work with them, you're like, oh, we already have a rapport. Yes, so exactly. I think it's just nice to like 
to just meet other people. Like, yeah. I, there are so many people I've met through, you know, my involvement in, I guess they're, like, an extracurricular of sorts, if that's the way to classify it. But it's helped me have a lot of friendly faces and given me exposure to leaders that I normally wouldn't have known. So it's, yeah. it's nice. It's good for people to know you and like you and yeah. vice versa. A hundred percent. Um, we have recently started playing cornhole on Friday. That's so fun. <laughs> we just have like a set of cornhole in our office. And yesterday the clock like struck like 4 PM mm-hmm. and everybody was like, who's trying to play cornhole? And That's I was like, so cute. I'm like, what is going on? Like they're just like Ohio state branded cornhole. I'm like, these oh at least God. should be like our brand. Like we should like go repaint them. That is so funny. <laughs> but yeah, it's just been a whole thing. But my company likes to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And so we they seem so fun. We throw a lot of bashes. So I, I see a lot of them, but it's good. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think this, I feel like is kind of my last big point. Okay. And then, um, obviously if you have anything else, we can continue to go. But I didn't realize how fun and exciting going to networking events would be. Okay. And I go to a lot of networking events. Mm-hmm. Like you're like their angel child. Yeah, I go to a lot. Um, <laughs> I like am involved with the young professionals organization in Columbus. Mm-hmm. And then I go to a lot of the ones with like different tech groups and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, they're either like before or after work. And it is really fun to go and pick other people's brains. Yeah. You know, like you go and you chat with these people and you're like, oh, well, like, what do you do? Like, tell me about your life story. Mm-hmm. And it's just like at some random brewery in Columbus and you're just like vibing. Yeah. And it's actually so fun. And I didn't realize that I was missing that in my last role. And yeah. I wish I would have like sought out opportunity to go mm-hmm. to those like before I moved roles because I think it just would have been helpful. But um, if you're in a position where like you're in a city or, you know, maybe there's opportunities that your company's presenting like to you at least go to one and like try it out yeah because you might be surprised you might really enjoy it and especially for something like that where it's kind of like the columbus young professionals group or whatever it might be it's like that's a really good way to just meet people yeah in your city who are young professionals you know going through the same things that you are navigating their post-grad life and that's i think we talk about that aspect of our lives a lot on here um that's a really good way to meet people and I also love talking to people that work other places because you realize how random everyone's job is. Oh, yeah. Like, when I explain my job to people, it's, like, so random. Yeah. Unless you work with me. And then you're like, well, duh. I, like, because I understand the vibes. But when you, like, learn about these, like, tiny little companies people work for and, like, the interesting things that they do, like, I just find it so fascinating that we all just, like, have our little jobs and, like, we all do such wild things compared to each Mm -hmm. other. And it's, like, it's just interesting to see what other people are doing. Yeah. No, it really is. I really enjoy going to the, like, CYP events because mm-hmm. you just meet, like, really cool people and they I have been... I should go to one of those. You should come I know. sometime. I need to come to one. They do um, a lot of morning meetings, which are so nice because it gives oh. me an excuse to, like, go into the office a little <laughs> later. so funny. <laughs> um, but they do, like, it's called Coffee with a Cause. And fun. so it's, I think it's typically the first Wednesday of every month and it's, like, free coffee and then... You network for a little bit and then they do a panel and each month is like a different focus. So January's was like getting involved in the Columbus community. Okay. Um, There's a black history one um, in February. Mm -hmm. And then I believe 
the March one is like a women's like it's Women's History Month. It's in March. Women's History Month. So, but I forget what they called it. But anyway, so they do like a panel of That's people so too, um, and it's they're really like I they're really check cool. Those out because that honestly aligns really well with the stuff that I do at my job. Yeah, I'm sad I can't go to the one in February because I'm going to be on a work trip. Oh yeah, but I'm definitely going to go to the one in March if you're interested. Okay, so. I'm super interested. Yeah, I really enjoy going to them. They're a lot of fun. Okay. So. Oh my god, fun! Yeah, I love myself a networking event. I go to a lot, and we also throw our own. So I'm always the one in charge of yeah being Miss Hostess. But <laughs> I feel like that's so you though. Yeah, it's it's really fun. I actually really enjoy it, and I've met some really cool people. People mm-hmm. too that like people will come to our networking events that I'm like they're so much like cooler and have so oh much more God. experience than me, and they're just like yapping my ear off. You're like, wow, I'm like the cool kids club. I know. Like, I'm like, I know all these people. I'm like, not me talking to like the, the CIO of Donato's. Like what is oh, going on? I'm like, so sorry. Yeah. It's just, it's fun, but it's I a good time. That. Yeah. So yeah. Highly uh, recommend. That is so fun. That's something I want to do this year. Yeah. Just I recommend it. A little, but that was all that I had to okay. say. I'm sure there's a million things I could say that I'm not thinking of, but those were my main points. Yeah. That was uh, my main points, too. And honestly, I'm sure we could make a part three in six months to this. I know. Share your thoughts with us. Like, was there anything that stuck out to you? Do you disagree on anything? Yeah. Oh, scandal. I know. No, it's just everyone has such different viewpoints on all of this stuff. But that's just, like, the things that I've learned and that have worked for me. Or You know, there's a lot of things I said that I need to be better about. Yeah. There's always room for growth. Always room for growth. So, yeah. Yeah. Yay. Slay and get that check, everybody. Absolutely. That's what we're all here for. Yeah. In the end, <laughs> we got to make a living. Yeah. You know? So might as well make the most of it. Out here hustling. Yeah. All right. That's all from me. Well, enjoy your week and we will talk soon. Sounds good. Okay. Bye, Bye. everybody. Thanks for tuning in to It's Not Easy Podcast. We post new episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you're following along. And please leave us a rating and share with your friends. Bye. Bye.